0: Welcome back to another episode of the Inner Fight Podcast. I hope you've had a fantastic week and I hope you're ready for 45 minutes of inspiration, definitely motivation, and hopefully some thoughts to make you think a little bit differently in a positive way. Not that you're thinking badly, but maybe a little bit differently about pain. And the way that you take care of your body. Not that you're taking care of your body in a bad way at all. But there are some things in this show that I think might definitely help you. Dr. Tamara is my guest today. And I think it was sometime in 2011 or 2012. She actually sent me a message and said, I would love to treat you. The clinic She was working out at, at the time. I pulled up into it and... I won't say, and she won't mind me saying this, I won't say that I loved every minute of the first session I had with her. However, I immediately started to feel better in my body. She started to show me things that I could do with my body to make it feel and perform better, which has always been what I've been trying to do. She continues to do that. Since then, she has progressed incredibly, opening four clinics across the GCC under the brand of disc which if you've ever been to disc you'll know is just an awesome place with awesome energy. I'm super excited that the guys are going to open a satellite clinic here at Innerfight. We feel that it's exactly what our community needs and our brands are so well aligned. It's obviously just going to be awesome. This week's show announcements, no, there is no real update in Snakeland apart from the fact that I went running last weekend with an old friend and client, Sean Hurley, and he took us way off piste, which to be honest, we're pretty lucky we didn't get eaten by a snake because there would have been plenty out there. I did make a mistake in last week's show announcements, not about the snake, but about the pure strength class. It is actually starting on the 7th of August, which is this coming Monday. It was gonna start last week, but we've changed or had a little time out, think about it, and it is now, I said it there, it is starting on Monday, the 7th of August, and it is also, as I did say, which was correct last week, running on Wednesday evenings. 6.30 on a Monday and a Wednesday, pure strength. If you want to get strong, two sessions a week in this, speak to Toby. He will explain to you exactly if, when, and how it can link in to anything else you're doing, no matter if you are in the CrossFit mainline class, whether you're having personal training training. Whether you're not coming to the gym at all, whether you're an endurance athlete, whoever you are, he will explain to you how it can best link into that and maybe how to fix your training around that whilst getting stronger is your focal point. That is this Monday, the 7th, 6.30, and it will run every Monday and every Wednesday, 6.30 till 7.30. TB at innerfight.com is who you need to contact. Kids, sorry, we are having a break with the youth program bonnie needs to recharge her battery she does an incredible job pretty much 50 weeks of the year so she's having a couple of weeks off it is taking a break after this weekend from sunday's last class and it will restart when the school year gets underway on the 28th of august if you still do want your kids to come and have fun at the gym give us a shout we do have some different solutions but the kids classes are on pause for the next two to three weeks while bonnie takes a very very well deserved break we wish her the best we wish her family she's got kids to put in america we wish her family the best as well and we're looking forward to seeing her back. At the end of August, start of September 28th, is when the kids' program kicks off. If you are looking for an adventure, I spoke about one last week, which was Amsterdam Marathon. If that doesn't really tickle your tangles and you want something a little bit closer to home, our very own endurance coach, Rob Jones, has secured us some form of special entry to a race down in Oman, which is called the Himam Trail Race. Now, you can go check them out, Himam .com or .om I will warn you there's a big security warning on their site it is legit and there's all sorts of distances for this race it used to be a UTMB sanctioned race I've been down there a few times I've never run it Rob's run A couple of times down there and a few other of the endurance team have also got involved in that when it was UTMB and also last year when it was not UTMB. It doesn't make any difference apart from probably the number of points you can get for UTMB. If you know what that's all about then you'll know exactly what that's all about. There are distances from I think there's definitely 100k There's a 54K and there might be something a little bit shorter, a 20K. Do not underestimate this race. You could be looking for the 54K somewhere around 4 to 5K an hour average speed. So if this is your first trail race, then please go down one, go to the 20 or 30K and have a great time. If you want a discount code, you don't hear that much on this podcast. Give us a shout or give Rob Jones, RJ, at innerfight.com a shout. He has something special for you. That is this week's announcements. This is episode number 826 of the Inner Fight Podcast. Therapy with Tamara. It's been a long time since you might have heard this voice, my good friend Tamara.
1: Hi, (laughs) where have you been? Everywhere. I've been everywhere. I've been everywhere.
0: I was trying to figure out when we had you on the podcast. I think we've done one or two shows, but definitely one when you guys opened nine years ago. Not. (laughs)
1: <laughs> nine
0: yeah. years ago disc opened in healthcare city yeah what has happened since how's it going give us a, a little bit of a rundown uh, it's on been things. a
1: whirlwind of a journey um, so we opened nine years ago in healthcare city and this year we just opened our fourth clinic in Abu Dhabi so it's been amazing so we've grown uh, really beautifully over the last four years with a second location JLT Kuwait opened and a lot of cool projects in between so it's been an amazing very challenging and very uh, fulfilling journey.
0: One thing that we spoke about before we started recording I absolutely love is that you still treat people
1: pretty I much will always,
0: every day. Always. Uh, why can't you let it go?
1: Um, I love the human connection more than anything. I think... I've always been a people's people, and I think as a as a therapist, I learn so much from my patients. I'm not one to sit behind a computer all day. I have people who love that, yeah. um, and I love my team, not managing them, working with them, <laughs> <laughs> working with them. I love the community. I love to learn what's out there, and I think as a therapist or as a doctor, you learn so much from your patients, and that's something I can never let go of.
0: So, so poor old Michael basically... Yeah, takes care of all the stuff that you don't yeah. want to. Yeah,
1: yeah, basically, he's I'm Beyonce, he says, and he's he's the back end. He's like the <laughs> he's like you get out there, you showcase, you do your thing. Uh, but we have a you know the partnership's been amazing because I think most clinics or most doctors who want to open businesses always struggle because they don't have really good support system. Um, And I think we've been really lucky to have a really great partnership, very strong back-end support system so we can make it really easy for the customer and the patient to come in and have an amazing experience from start to end.
0: You first told me that you were going to open DISC probably 10 or 11 years ago when you used to treat me at your old clinic or the old clinic that you worked at. Has it turned out the way that you thought it would?
1: I think, you know, you always have an idea in your head of what you want. I think it's, it's better than I could have ever dreamed of. I never really? thought we would have had four clinics in the UAE. I never thought we could have had the integration of therapists. that, that You know, my dream of having chiros and physios and osteos and sports medicine doctors, all different kinds of specialists, musculoskeletal health specialist under one roof Um, I never really thought it would turn out the way it did Um, but I can't say I'm disappointed one bit like it's been absolutely amazing why didn't you think it would work? I think it's just challenging sometimes. There's a lot of politics between different professionals. Um, yeah. you know, medical doctors have issues with you know, holistic uh, practitioners, as we call ourselves. Yeah. So just to see that in our environment, the culture that we've created is you come in, you leave your ego at the door, you're here to learn, you're here to grow, and you're here to work together. It's always difficult when it comes to managing people's emotions because at yeah. the end of the day, you're, you're managing a person. Um, so it's not about not thinking that I would work. I just never thought it would work to this scale. And to be able to scale it in a different country, different cities with different kinds of people from all over the world was that's been the most amazing part
0: It's actually it is super unique I, if, you, if you sort of if I cast my mind back to 10 years ago there was chiropractic clinics, there was physiotherapy clinics, then there were sports doctor clinics. yeah you guys were the first people to go we're going to build a clinic and we're going to bring all of these skill sets under, on, one, under roof. one roof and really we, yeah. we push
1: them to work together because there are a lot of polyclinics around where you have you know the dentistry and the OBG and just almost like a mini hospital but yeah. we're really focused on musculoskeletal care and we'll never deviate from that you know I don't want dentists at the clinic because we want to be the best in what we do and taking care of the human body yeah. and mind so that's one of the most important things so we're evolving over the years to say you know what listening to our patients what do they really want mm. you know what are they looking for a patient nowadays is an educated consumer right they travel the world they, they come to me and say hey i want needling i want they know what they want i want oh, really? grass i want to try this so it's about understanding what the consumer wants and how you can provide it in the best environment possible
0: the landscape must have changed dramatically so based on, on on what you've just said like i imagine this and we, we get it here like people will come in and say have you heard of such and such strength protocol yeah. and i'll literally be like, no. Yeah. Because everything's changing. In medicine, how do you stay at the forefront? Or do you bother trying to stay at the forefront?
1: I think it's more important to know what's around you. Um, So, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts in terms of healthcare. Um, I listen to, you know, there is so much out there. But I'm also curious about what's in my Environment, what's in my community, what people want. I mean, I look at our Dubai clinic and our Abu Dhabi clinic. It's very, very different because people in Dubai are a lot more performance based. For example, um, you know, you, you saying have a the lo- Abu
0: Dhabi guys are lazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you are not lazy. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, we're not treating as many athletes as we do here. So it's a different environment. We're focusing a lot more on preventative, regenerative medicine. So it's just a different market and a different environment in different locations. So I think depending on the kind of patients that we see we create kind of programs specifically for those kind of patients but yeah staying at the forefront of things as much as medicine changes the human body is the same yeah you know we understand the basics of the human body and when it comes to medicine i think and i tell a lot of my patients this it's all about keeping it simple and it's yeah. about educating uh we're the kind of practitioners where we we want to teach and we're not the magicians at the end of the day it's a human body and it's really really important to network with the right people in the community to know how our patients going to grow how our patients going to un- you know how is their life going to unfold because i can only do so much but if they don't have good sleep habits, good movement patterns, yeah. a great GP that they can work with, they're not getting their blood checked regularly, they're not going to feel at their best. Yeah. So in terms of what's coming out there, yeah, I mean, there's so much out there. But how much do we want to involve? We want to be the best of what we can do. Um, am I going to become a machine-based practitioner that's using AI to do... No, I mean, I'm a chiropractor at the end of the day. I use my hands, I use needles, <laughs> I, you know? Yeah. What, what is going to change when it comes to that?
0: What have you seen... you might want to say or you might not but surely you've seen some things come out in the last sort of 10 years I mean you've been in the industry for for a lot longer Mm -hmm. and you've seen them on the first day and you've gone that's fucking bullshit and then the whole market's kind of gone into it Yeah. And then we've realized that actually it is absolute bollocks. And it was just money making
1: just the machine based stuff. Like there's so much tech, laser tech, energy tech, uh, you know, lots of, you know, I don't want to name things and places, but there's a lot of different kind of, you know, machine based, you know, I have patients that say, Oh, I went and tried this thing where I laid in this thing, and it touched me and I, you know, and I'm like, God bless you. And I'm, you know, if it, even if it's placebo effect, yeah, if it works yeah, for you, yeah. that's great. I'm not going to sham a, a procedure or a skill. But at the end of the day, there's nothing better than the, the power of touch. Touching someone, being yeah. able to feel a muscle, being able to understand the biomechanics of a, of a person, why they're having pain, you know, when they're squatting or why they're having pain when they're standing. Or, so trying to understand that from just the simple touch and orthopedic testing and movement analysis that's just the basics, and you can bring in a million different AI-generated things, but it's, yeah. it's there's nothing like human connection.
0: I've only got four bits of technology in this office that yeah. make your hands redundant, so <laughs> I think I'm doing. I think I'm doing all right. But it's that's actually an an interesting thought because you you must also see a little bit of sort of development in the attitude and the skill set of, of therapists as well. I mean, you were educated over 20 years ago
1: yeah
0: almost <laughs> I, won't, I won't give yeah. her age away but you know and like you say mate and that's why I always loved to be treated by you because you use your hands yeah. you feel if I had muscles you'd feel them and you feel where <laughs> yeah. you know and you'd be like yeah right in here is tight where is the new generation starting to be more reliant on tools
1: there's a lot more reliance on tools but I think when it comes to what we do physios and chiros there's so much more focus on movement and biomechanics and that's been amazing to see that there's a lot more research and information out there about the human body mm. which that's the direction I think most physiotherapists go in. The ones that want to use the laser machines and that you know as, as part of rehab or treatment you know I hear some of my, my colleagues saying uh, talking oh yeah I love it when I just put a patient on there for 15 minutes and I'm like <laughs> even if it's an efficient tool, where is the human connection? Because mm. at the end of the day, the word doctor means teacher, right? right. So we absorb information from our patients, from everything around us and it's up to us to impart that education and information to the patient so that they can optimize their life because as much as we're doing the fixing most of the fixing happens from the patient right them changing their lifestyle them feeling better walking out of the clinic saying oh i feel better so i feel more empowered to move all we're doing is resetting the nervous system and the brain it's almost like nlp you're retraining the brain to say hey i'm safe i can go run again i'm not in pain pain is a sensation it's an emotion so what we do is to try to reprogram that pain in the brain so that the the body isn't perceiving pain as, oh, there's something wrong, I can't move. So it's understanding where the pain is coming from. Is it from inflammation? Is it from poor movement postures? Is it from bad biomechanics? Changing the system and allowing the body to go out and and optimize how it moves so that pain goes away.
0: There's a big disconnection. We had Milos on on our Monday show. We did a, a series to try and help people not have so much pain And one thing that he works a lot on is is almost exactly what you're saying, is is a neuromuscular connection, actually creating awareness. I I don't know. You've always been sporty. I've always been sporty. And somehow I think we have a neuromuscular connection to a point that we want to block it. Or if you want to
1: say simply, it's not about we have a neuromuscular connection. We feel.
0: We feel, yeah. We feel. Are you seeing an increase in people that move badly and just genuinely don't feel
1: they they don't feel they don't know they don't understand the amount of people that don't understand their body baffles my mind really
0: and it's increasing
1: it's increasing because people are so busy they're You know, we're in a very capitalistic environment. People are very work-driven, high-stress environments. You know, they want to go to uh, classes or fitness classes that are just, you know, high-intensity all the time. You know, dark rooms, pushing themselves. There's nothing wrong with that, and I enjoy a lot of that. But that's an outlet of stress that isn't really proper movement or, you know, that I don't even look at doing that every day as exercise. Because it's not really rehabbing your body. It's not feeding your body. If you're in a high-stress environment, you have a lot of cortisol in your life, you're not sleeping well, the last thing you want to do is put more stress in your body with high <laughs> so intensity, good. even when it comes to running. I mean, I'm, I'm a runner, yeah. I, you know, but do I want to always be a performance-based when I'm in pain or in a high-stress environment? No, I want to know what it feels like to run and to feel good, mm. to not be in pain all the time. Yeah. Right? So it's really important for the average person to understand their body. A lot of patients that I see will go through a lift, let's say a squat, and they don't even know how to feel their glutes or their hamstring or push into your heels or try to connect their mind to parts of their body. They mm. don't understand what these muscles are. So it's really, really, it shocks me till this day and age, you know? Um, Why?
0: Well, I, I, I 100% agree with you. And I'm always trying to figure out. Where in one's lifespan we haven't served that person correctly? Does that make sense? Like, is it? Are we teaching kids of a young age differently to, to how we used to teach them? Are uh, are we less? We we are less active. We in are our, less active. You we know, are less our, active in our adolescence. Or, but where you know, because I say it the same. Like you know. Hopefully, some of our members are listening. But you know, someone's doing a back squat, and I see them—I see their left foot not in the right position, and I'll give the cue: yeah. "Just move your left foot out." And suddenly, their right foot's moving, yeah. and I'm like, "Holy shit! Did I did I say something wrong? Yeah. Like, I don't know where on the chain we we're, we're fucking this up." It's.
1: I think we don't prioritize our bodies as much as we should. Mm. Um, most people aren't taught basic anatomy. You know, you tell them squeeze your quad, and they're like, "What?" you know they don't uh, squeeze the front of your leg you know do you feel your glute can you, can you tense your core yeah. and I can tell you these things now and you're like yeah I feel these yeah, muscles yeah and like, I, <laughs> you know like bring your shoulder blades together yeah. zero control yeah. zero control because they're they've taught to go through life just doing things like robots without actually connecting to their body or feeling their body or understanding you know when you're getting sick you, you know you're getting you know, sick you yeah. feel you get that tingle in your throat and you're like oh, I feel like I'm getting the flu- I know that this is happening a lot of people have these symptoms come on and they have no idea where it's coming from and for us it's almost like detective trying to understand where this came from like trying to understand someone's lifestyle how they move what they do you know can you activate can you squeeze can you engage and it's amazing to see how many people don't have that so definitely a disconnect between you know People moving when they're young, a disconnect between people understanding their body. Yeah. You know, most people don't even know how their body works. They don't know that you have antagonistic muscles. They don't know where your breathing muscles are. They don't yeah. know, you know, why do I have chronic neck pain? Well, do you not notice you're sitting in front of a computer all day, hunched over? You they know, don't if you, if notice, if it, though, do they? They don't notice, you know? And, and I tell them, it's so simple. If you're like this all day, get up and stretch like this. Just do the opposite. Yeah. And you're going to feel so much better. It's as simple as that. Just do the opposite of what makes you this hurts, do the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Simple as that, you know.
0: Where does it get to? If we're on a if we're on the slippery slope like you and I are nicely dressing up here, where where do we get to in like ten to fifteen years?
1: I mean, especially with AI taking over the world, we've become so dependent on our phones, on the, the ease of living, you know, where we just, everything is at, at a click of a fingertip. Mm. You know, you want to pay your bills, it takes you five seconds to do it online. You want to order so food, takes every, the, we live in a, yeah, and it, it is, it, it's, there's nothing wrong with convenience. Yeah. I love convenience. Yeah. But there's the simple things where, you know, there's a grocery store across the road from me and I can just walk over to the grocery store rather than Insta shop it over, which is still going to take longer. So it's about reprogramming our habits and learning that I need to move this amount of time throughout the day, Mm. regardless of the convenience of life around me. There are certain things I need to make the effort to do because it also helps me disconnect. It helps me disconnect from the fast paced environment that I'm in, the I'm too busy environment. You know, I will never use the word busy anymore. Mm. I've got so much on my plate but I hate telling people I'm busy. <laughs> if something is not my priority, it's not my priority. Yeah. I don't make the time for it because it's not my priority. It's not not priority. because I'm too not because I'm too busy. Yeah. And if I don't want to understand my body, it's because that's not my priority. Definitely not because I'm I'm not too busy, you know? Especially because we live in an environment of convenience. Totally. You always have time to take care of yourself. Percent and you can, I mean that
0: this shows a, a great example. I I sort of gave you a window of an hour and you've made it happen because it's it's important. It's important. You have a lot on.
1: It's important. You,
0: you know you're one day a week here in Dubai, but it's important. So yeah. we're making it happen. It's it's interesting. So how do you get someone comes in, and you know that it's literally as simple as what you said. They're just sat like this at their desk and if you're watching the video version you'll see exactly the motion (laughs) i'm doing and if you don't watch the video version hop over to youtube and watch it you get to see (laughs) tomorrow's beautiful face and my old one but you know that all it is is just because they've been sat like this yeah but the patient is coming to see a doctor and there's a certain sort of expectation from a doctor they don't want to just be told by you that they need to sit better at their computer. So how do we manage those situations of what people think they want and what they actually need?
1: It's just I think it's education, explaining human anatomy, explaining when they sit like this, what happens to their breathing patterns. You know, one of the biggest causes of TMJ pain, which I see all the time now, uh, you know, I grind, I clench so much, is actually poor posture because your neck sticks forward, your neck muscles aren't working the same way, your posterior neck muscles are in spasm, your jaw jutting out, so you have TMJ issues. Mm. So I work a lot on TMJ issues. I fix them and I'm like, how do you feel right now oh, i feel so much better well how come you're feeling better in the moment like, can you carry this feeling with you outside yeah. of the office you yes. understand how it feels you feel great in this moment can mm. you not feel great throughout the day you don't need to be here to feel great you can feel great anywhere yeah. so let me explain to you what it takes to feel great You know, and explaining, okay, don't, yeah, it's like you see those memes, you know, I went to the doctor, it hurts when I do this, he said, don't do this, it's the same thing, you know, there's nothing wrong with sitting in a slouch position, our body is 3D, but it's about teaching the body that it can be in every single posture and every single movement, because we constantly need movement to feel better, Yeah. and I explain what happens in the joints, in every joint you have pain receptors and mechanoreceptors, they oppose each other, mechanoreceptors are switched off because you're not moving, pain receptors are switched on, as simple as that. So break it down to anatomy. Educate the patient on anatomy. They'll understand why it's important to yeah. not be sat like this all day. And that will help reprogram their brain. So but it's
0: so much easier to keep coming and seeing you. And 100%. Play, play and I love it. <laughs> Pays the bills. It's great. You know. But it, it's, it's a super... Because I think it's another topic or another topic is, is like what we call basic life skills. Yeah. You know, being polite to people, holding the doors open, which sometimes I mean when did someone tell me to hold the door open I guess that was my family but there's other stuff within schools that maybe we're not teaching today
1: 100 percent
0: that comes under life skills and maybe a life skill is actually you know learning like you said what actually is a muscle and what creates what
1: but and the importance of movement and how that affects not only your physical health but your your mental health you know mm. uh, that's the biggest thing we see in this day and age so much depression so much unhappiness so much loss of purpose mm. and that for me all comes back to like for me someone's like I don't feel well my stomach isn't good I'm like go work out They're like, my, but my, I, I'm not digesting I'm like go work out see how better your digestion is if you're working out every day you know, it doesn't need to be crazy. It doesn't need to be, uh, you know, you don't have to always have a goal in terms of performance, but you have no. to have a goal in terms of feeling better. Yeah. And that could be as simple as a goal as possible. You don't need to run a marathon every few months. You could just be as simple as I want to feel better. That's my yeah. goal. You know, People just
0: struggle to measure it though, don't they? Because 100%, 100%. Everything is measurable. If I'm a junior executive and I become a senior executive, I've improved that. If I run a four-hour marathon or a 330 marathon, 100%, I've improved that. 100%. But yesterday I felt shit. Today I feel less shit. Yeah. It's like that doesn't really resonate as As simple as, much. you know,
1: I tell some of my patients, I just roll out of bed in the morning. I, I don't even roll out. I jump out of bed and yeah. I'm just perfectly full energy. I'm ready to go out and kill it. And actually, I'm at highest energy through the day, whereas most people come to me and say I'm at my lowest energy in the morning. And so we try to understand why are you at your lowest energy in the morning? Is it the poor dinner you had? Are you not hydrating enough? Is your your sleep habits horrible? So there's so much that you can attribute to. And that can be as simple as a goal, as a performance goal in terms of I want to wake up in the morning feeling amazing, Mm. ready to work out, ready to conquer my day, ready to do X, Y and Z. So, yeah, it's just teaching people how to feel better. And how to understand their environment and what they can do to create their optimum environment. Because at yeah. the end of the day, it comes from the person. I'm, I'm not going home with you to fix, you know, your, uh, your, your house, the lighting in your house, the food that you eat, you know, the way that you store your food, and all, all the things. So it's yeah. really, really important that we help impart education information onto someone. And yeah, where we're going wrong, I think it should be at a much younger age. I love seeing parents with their kids when they're working out. I love when kids look up to their parents and say my pre- my mom's an athlete, my dad's an, a- you yeah. know, they go to the gym every day. This is a lifestyle that I want. Yeah. And this is what I'd want for my kids, for them to see an environment where people move, where people function, where people are, are spiritual because of yeah. movement, you know? When, you, when you're when you working out, you feel so good. You feel connected to the earth, to life, to go to whatever you want to call it, God, the environment. Yeah. You just feel so grateful. Yeah. And if we've known anything over the last few years with COVID, there's nothing more important than yeah. Than Yeah, then
0: you're, you're right. And I, I see it Absolutely. here a lot. And it, it makes me insanely proud of what the coaches have done yeah. when parents are in one room kids are in another it's the most beautiful you thing you know and then obviously it, it 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 feeds everyone quite nicely from a business standpoint but then you know they come and have they come and have a coffee together and they can talk about the workout and 100%. we've got to a point now where i've seen kids and this is probably makes me feel old but it also makes us quite proud that kids that have been in a kids program are now able to work out with parents in the mainline class amazing you can see what you're talking about like this bond 100% and the import and how those families put
1: and it creates structure it creates purpose it creates drive it creates Mm. things where you know I see a lot of kids that don't work out and there's no connection to the parents you know how nice is it to, to, to see kids that want to wake up early in the morning want to come to the gym with their parents I mean I'll never forget Charlie you know and I used to see him back in the day he's a I, great example I'm still huh? his biggest Instagram Literally. fan you know Like the, he used to be what 8 or 7 years old he when he used to get up he started when
0: he was 7 and he's just leaving school now like, to, it makes me feel insanely old
1: really amazing like yeah. he used to come in before his school and he was so ex- more excited than his dad you know 5.30 yeah. in the morning I would never even make those classes and yeah. he was there just bustling it out and yeah look at him now and i'm sure he's killed all his other life goals oh, the, because the kid is phenomenal. the discipline that he has yeah. and that's something that exercise gives you discipline you yeah. know and it's really really important
0: i see lots of people in pain or getting injuries and i believe that these injuries are a flow of energy or a blockage of energy somewhere yeah. along the way or something from another part of life that's almost speaking to them. 100%. How do we, how do you package that so it doesn't sound quite as woo woo as the way that I just said it?
1: But life is energy, right? Life I believe so, man. Energy yeah. is the creation of, of life at the end of the day. And energy, you know, that's another thing that you get to release with exercise energy that you absorb. So energy cannot be created or destroyed, it's just transferred. So through movement, you, release energy and we're not going to get into the laws of physics but you know just like most injuries i was suffering with plantar fasciitis the last seven months which has stopped me from doing the thing i love the most running yeah um, and i try to understand where this came from because i was at my peak fitness running my best times marathons absolutely killing it training amazing and then boom out of no well prepped up on me and i kept ignoring it but put me out for seven months and instead of sitting and saying oh my god you know feeling sorry for myself i Remove this victimization approach. Looked at what I what else I can do. Go back to strength training. Go back to yoga. Go back to doing a million other things that I absolutely adore. That taught me so much about my body. And then I realized, you know, why did this injury? I sat really with myself. Why did this injury yeah. come on? And I realized I was going through a lot in my life. I was pushing myself uh, to do too much. At a certain time, and it wasn't even the sport, the the, the training was amazing. You know, I was resting, recovering, but other areas of my life that were super high stress that I was absorbing. So this is when I look at injury. I always ask my patients, what are you doing in your life that's contributing? Like I can't tell you what it is. I can tell you biomechanically what's wrong. Your fascia's inflamed, your calves are tight, but there's it's definitely coming on from something. What what brings it on? And it takes them sitting there and understanding, oh, yeah, you know, I've been going through a divorce or I'm having this problem in my life life and say so you have to address these things to understand why you're getting injured. But especially repetitive injury. We all get injured. It's normal. It's part of movement.
0: But I I think it's exactly what you said. It, it it's a sign to you've taken it in this positive way where you've gone this is a sign that something else is not right in another area of my life. And I'm going to fix it. do a yeah. quick audit of it and then I'm going to fix it and 100% for sure you address that Yes, you took 2 weeks off or 3 weeks off yeah. or something like that but it is a plantar fasciitis especially for a lot of our listeners is something that's so quite common.
1: common so common
0: you know and i actually i suffered from it when i yeah. after my marathons and then there was some there was a number of different things and reflecting back on it one day it just stopped yeah literally yeah and yes i did certain things and it got it got to a point but then it stagnates a little bit yeah. in a way, like it's just dull. Just 100%. But then it went, and I have a theory, and now's not the time, but I'm pretty sure I know why it was there.
1: Yeah.
0: And all it was was slow down.
1: Slow down. As just simple as that. Yeah. slow down yeah. a
0: little bit. Which, but it's hard, though, mate. You've mentioned a lot that... Dubai is fast-paced. The world is fast-paced. We're in an environment. We're all in environments where yeah. apps, phones, and we can't all go and live under a rock or yeah, go and, and live and in no the one's bush. No, saying
1: to live under a rock, but it's about finding slowness in your environment. Yeah. Like I love to come into the gym every day and learn now that I'm. I i do not need to destroy myself every mm. time. You know, I love to go out and run. I don't need to sprint and do tempos every time I go out. Um, there's so many things that you learn about doing things with being mindful, you know, it was so much about mindfulness, but I want to be mindful in my movement. I want to be mindful in my training. I want to be mindful in the way I eat. I want to be mindful in the way I work. It's all about being mindful. It doesn't mean that you need to stop. We're not saying don't work out, don't do this. It's about being mindful in what you do. And there's nothing as beautiful as performing anything, whether it's a sport or your work or your task and being mindful of what you do right? It's if I'm, nice if I have long days and I'm hating what I'm doing because I'm tired, <laughs> if I'm more mindful, I'll take a few days off. Or I'll say, okay, maybe I don't want to see as many patients, but I need to reset so I can go back doing what to what I do with the most passion most love and most gratitude. Yeah. So it's all about being, being mindful. And just to touch back on fasciitis, fascia yeah. is your connective tissue, which is another story, you know, most people know what fascia is, but fascia is where we store stress, it's where we store emotion, it's where we store pain. And most people, and, and our feet are the root of our, of our body. I think yeah. of our body is the tree, and that's where we touch the earth. So if your root is dysfunctional, there's, the entire chain is going to get lost. Yeah. And for me, it was more, it's so simple. It was slow down and drink more water, because I, I drink too many other things and not enough water. But one of the biggest causes of plantar fasciitis is actually dehydration and cellular dehydration. And so more electrolytes, more salts, more water completely changed the game for me. I realized I was so dehydrated. And it was throwing out shoes, trying different things, doing this, and when you're dehydrated, everything for me goes down. Um, so yeah. that was really, really interesting. Started drinking less coffee, s- switching a lot of things out. But yeah. it, it, pain for me is one of the best things in the world. I don't think it's a negative thing. I think it's a really, really positive thing. I mean, if you...
0: Yeah, I agree. If you take it the way that you're speaking about it. Yeah. Okay, I have a pain in my foot. Why is that actually there? Yeah. Like what's the...
1: What do I need to change in my life? But people are numb,
0: mate. People, people are not as emotionally mature as you are. And people... Because we're told that there's mental resilience and physical resilience and spiritual resilience, we somehow try and live out a life that puts those three in different boxes. But yeah. actually, we're one of
1: the same 100%. being. 100%. And, and they all feed into each other. They
0: all feed. But people... I think it's, a, it's easy to say what we're saying, and that's why we're saying it so eloquently to everyone. But I think a lot of people are just... They remain... They can't see the connection. Well, and that's, that's what we're here to do, right? Yeah. That's
1: what we're here to do is to, to show them that there is an amazing connection between your mind, your body, your spirituality. Um, and it's for you to feel that and to enjoy that and experience that in life. Because I don't want to live my years numb and yeah. um, uncertain of who I am and what I can do and how much I can perform. You know, like I was telling my friends and my girl, like I've been hitting PBs as I'm, as I'm aging yeah. uh, more than I, cool. I'm running more efficiently I move more efficiently I sleep better I eat better and, and it's all because I'm around people that teach me on a daily basis what it's like to live the best way I can and it comes to cool. experience and yeah. when I'm in pain I used to get so angry about you know oh I have an injury and now I said oh I have an injury so it's teaching me about what I've done that's not working and what I need to do to, to live a better life and to, to run better and to perform better and to feel better and I mean, I'm sure you've seen that over the years. I'm sure yeah. you train smarter and you perform better than you've, you have in your, yeah, in your youth it, in certain ways.
0: 100% mate. And it, it's almost like, it's like you say, in the moment, the hamstring tear or the plantar fasciitis is, it's insanely, it become, it's insanely frustrating in yeah. the moment. I don't yeah, think, yeah. you know, you said something there that pain's good and, and it very much is. Yeah. But When you've, when you feel like you've poured everything into a goal it's hard it takes time and awareness to come to terms with it very but when you have and when you when you sort of are inquisitive enough and aware enough to start to connect the dots yeah I think you change a lot going forward
1: 100% and there's something I always work on one of my coaches my my life coaches uh, Mm. always gets me to work on is whenever I have at the end of every day when I'm writing down what I've been through through in my day I'll always take the positives and I'll find the negatives of those positives mm. and I'll take the negatives and I'll find the positives in those negatives nice. and when I actually write them down I'm like oh I had this injury and I can't run well what you know what what does this teach me mm. well I can do blah 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 you yeah. know I can do all these positive things and even if I had something really amazing happen to me my ego grows so much I say okay well what what are the what are the negatives from this for well, my ego getting so big because I'm this is so amazing and I'll write down the negatives from that and then you will come to realization that life is about balance at the end of yeah. the day you know we have our highest highs and we have our lowest lows but it's so important to learn where our balance is where our equilibrium is where our homeostasis is where we feel our best where our weights are best where we perform our best where you know this is the most important thing and that's what we need for longevity you know yeah That's what we need for longevity. If we want, you know, look, we're looking at going back to blue zone regions that we talk about so much. Like, look at the people. They're happy. They they live in balance, you know. They move, they eat, they do this, they do that. And, okay, not all of us want to live till we're 110, but life is about balance at the end of the day. You can go crazy ham in performance, but you also need downtime, Mm. you know. So it's really important to understand that the body has cycles and we're human at the end.
0: It's interesting, isn't it? Because I think in early 2000s or 2010 forward a little bit if you wanted to be successful life isn't about balance and I think we somehow have been we misunderstand things right if you want to be a top performing sports person for the time that you're going to be the world champion you're not going to have a great deal of balance because yeah. you're going to be all in on that, and something's got to give. 100%. But for you and I, and 95 to 99% of the population, it's exactly what you said it's about growing old in a healthy way and having 100%. health more healthy years than yeah. unhealthy years yeah. we're all we love to run we love to squat but we're rank amateurs
1: yeah yeah and, and we do rank amateurs and I mean it's funny how I see so many people in our environment that really think that they're, they're, they're pro or they're going pro <laughs> and I'm just like just because you're at phases of high performance and we're amateurs but we also want to run our fastest marathon and yeah. we also want to go through best performance periods but we also need to have off season and below yeah. season where we spend more time with our family and spend more time with the people we love, and we try different things, and we, you know, we recover and we sleep in, and whatever we, we want to do that, that brings us joy. Yeah. That makes us feel good. Going back and to feeling balance. good, and that's balance. At yeah. the end of the day, it's not about going out and partying until eight in the morning. You know, it's about finding balance in your in your movement. Understanding that, yeah, there's periods of my time where maybe I don't want to be in the performance CrossFit and I want to be working with Milos on my movement and my and understanding my body and understanding my injury and breaking down. You know, I was going back to doing Olympic lifting last week, and it was so nice. I was like, in the beginning of the class, I'm like, Ugh, I know how to do this. I've done this for so many years, and this wonderful 25 year old coach trying to get me like feel your blades and I'm like wow this is so good yeah. just lifting an empty bar again and yeah. learning how to reconnect to my body re feel again That's one cool. of the best things in the world you can be so good at what you do but going back down to the basics it's always amazing
0: let's jump back into the medical field what's been introduced and this is really for my own personal yeah <laughs> <consumption>, <laughs> but I think some people whilst I've got you here mate what's been introduced in the last few years time frame you can use whatever outside of what we spoke about before manual therapy that you really feel works and is potentially here to stay
1: so look manual therapy is very it's just like scratching the surface of what we do right Um, most of my therapists i consider myself pain management but most of my therapists are what we call rehab or movement specialists. So there's yeah. been so much information about rehab that's changed over the years in terms of how we rehab a muscle. You know, back in the day, they used to put people on bed rest if they had acute <laughs> disc herniations, whereas now we're, we're getting them, you know, extension protocols, movement protocols, lifting protocols weight-bearing protocols. That's, it's always been around, but I think a lot more of. Yeah. So, what's here to stay? Definitely the, the focus on uh, building muscle, the focus on building stability. Mm. Outside of manual medicine, there has been a lot of advent of certain technologies, like everything from hyperbaric chamber, <laughs> uh, ozone. I mean, they're, they're here, they're around, they help certain people. Yeah. At the end of the day, people want longevity, they want performance, they want to see what they can do to regenerate. Mm. It's no longer anti-aging, it's all about pro-aging now right so what can we do to support the human body as we age to still perform and to function at its best not to say that i want to be you know functioning like a 20 year old when i'm in my 60s mm. but how can i live my best life when i'm 60 without having knee replacements osteoarthritis hip degeneration and all of these things that we associate
0: yeah with old you old know age.
1: with with 60 is no longer considered old age you know 80 is considered old age 60 is, is age at this point.
0: when you look at the quality of life between 60 and 80 i question that a lot like i see, yeah there's more people living Beyond 60, 70, and into their 80s and 90s, but a lot of them are just on drugs or on. Replacement, but things
1: are changing with our generation because there hasn't been as much focus on strength work, on recovery, on look at the wearables that we have now between yeah. the Whoop and the Aura Ring, being able to manage your recovery. Back in the day, it was all about form, form, form. Yeah. Now I look at my Whoop. If I'm in the red zone, I'm not going to go out and perform. I can't
0: believe you've got a Whoop. I love it. Terrible. You said something towards the, the the start of the show about how you're super proud of what. DISC has achieved. You guys have four clinics now?
1: Four clinics now, just about to launch some amazing partnerships and satellite clinics, which is and why we're sitting here. that's <laughs> exactly what we're going to talk about
0: for the last few minutes. Obviously, yeah. mate, we've been friends for over 10 years now. Yeah. So when we had a bit of space here, it was a no-brainer to give you guys a call.
1: Amazing. and amazing. Very exciting for us.
0: You've got space downstairs. Tell us, why would a clinic like yours want to be in a, on a satellite space it's a small room what's it gonna look like give us a rundown
1: so first of all we're so, so fr- i know <laughs> we're so excited about this partnership um you know i've been a, a client of enterprise for a long period of time uh i understand the philosophy the brand the mindset of the people which is the most important thing for us it's a mindset same thing as what we create in disc it's the culture that really really brings us together mm. um we've really grown so beautifully in Dubai. Um, We're at capacity here for our clinics, which has been one of the most exciting things. Um, Coming to an environment where people really understand and respect their bodies, I think has been the most attractive thing for us in terms of being here, Um, being in a new environment. I mean, we're in Dubai healthcare city, JLT, and now to have sports city is is fantastic. Motor city, fantastic connection Mm. for our patients. And, also for my therapist to be around people, you know, we're around sick people a lot. Uh, people come in with, it's great. People are in pain and not everybody comes in like, I have pain and it's amazing. You know, most people come in and they're super stressed about their pain. So to be in a, also in an environment where people are, they, they love to suffer in certain ways. Um, they, they understand their body and they want to perform at their best. And for us to also be able to send our patients who come to us to, to an environment where look at the potential that, of, of how good you can feel, of how good you can be, you know, enjoy strength work, enjoy functional training, enjoy feeling great in a community. Um, I've been training on my own for the last four months because I was just too busy and I have an amazing gym at work. And I just started going back into a gym in Abu Dhabi. And I absolutely love being around people because it's so ins- motivating mm-hmm. to be around people. And that's one of the most amazing things, you know, to be in an environment where it's about health, it's about good food, it's about good culture, it's about yeah, community. It's cool. And that really resonates with who we are.
0: So, what will we be able to get done downstairs?
1: So, we will have a uh, chiro, physio, and sports massage uh, wow. for now. So, we're on rotation, um, and you'll be able to take care of your pains, your aches, anybody suffering from acute or chronic conditions that want that extra rehab so that they can continue to perform at their best. That's, mm. what, that's what we're aiming to do.
0: It's super awesome, mate. We're excited because although we love you very much, definitely since we moved up here and out of the city a little bit, getting down to Healthcare City yep. and even getting over to JLT sometimes. Hessel Street. It's <laughs> a little bit challenging. So the fact that you guys have agreed to come and move into our house and is now our your house, house thank you. is something really cool and something that I think one of the biggest things, and you probably have heard that before, people are in pain because the journey to get to somewhere. Sometimes we're lazy, but sometimes legitimately people have busy lives. They have commitments from work to school drop-offs, all of this stuff, Uh and to be able to get out. And Mm -hmm. I mean, one thing that I've always loved about you guys is you're not a clinic that sort of gets people in five minutes and and gets them out. You give so much time. So sometimes they come and see you and it's like over two hours round trip. But now that people can add it on to the end of a session or one thing that I've quite liked and maybe this is something I've created in my own mind is that if your routine is to come to the 6.30 class and your therapist might like this or (laughs) might not but you're not feeling that great that week you could still come at 6.30 and get treatment PM or AM (laughs) and get treatment so that your routine and I think that's what's quite unique because no one wants to feel like patient do they they don't want to feel like they're not following their routine or because when their training goes off their food goes off like everything goes off you see it going off so the fact that they can swing by not do a class that day but come and get treated I actually think is going to have a lot more power than well maybe we all think I think exactly And,
1: and as a holistic environment both what you do and what we do at the end of the day we are trying to Hit every aspect of our client 's life, which is mm. sleeping well, feeling good, moving good, you know eating good you 've created a lot of that in terms of the cafe, the gym, but bringing it into the physical where they can actually not only if they 're in pain but also just as preventative, just to get things moving, to get things opened up, uh, super, super important. Um, And honestly, we've been offered so many times in the past, here's a room, would you, (laughs) this room is beautiful. I mean, I just took one look at the room in the pool outside, and I was like, energy is so important for me, as we were talking about before, and the energy of the space is super inviting, and super welcoming. And uh, to be in an environment where you feel comfortable, you feel safe, you feel, you know, even for my therapist to learn from your coaches, Mm. because they are specialists in what they do in terms of movement and performance and most of like look how many times do i have to see you almost never because you are an athlete who understands their body who Mm -hmm. understands what it what it takes to feel great Mm -hmm. and and to be into an environment where people understand what it takes to feel great is also very important for us because even as doctors we're constantly learning and that's Mm -hmm. the most important thing and i can't wait for my team to also learn from from the coaches i guess
0: the million dollar question here is what days will you be treating me
1: in the room <laughs> I will make time. I will make time. I will definitely be coming we've to Dubai a lot the more. Yeah, we need the boss. boss. Yeah. The boss is always <laughs> working, but yeah. I will definitely, my Abu Dhabi team is growing now. Um, we've just had some amazing additions to the team, so I'll definitely be back. So I'll we keep you. So. I'll keep you. Uh, I need to get my classes in too, so.
0: If you've ever or never been treated by Tamara you should you can probably tell she likes to talk she doesn't stop that when she's treating you sometimes you've you've pushed some buttons that make me a a little bit sore but I always get better but generally mate I think what you've been saying for the last 40 minutes is true the vibe and the approach that you guys have it's from the minute you walk into your clinics to how you treat people as people and not I think a lot of the time we walk into clinics as as patients as sick people yeah but you guys just it's it's just always been such a vibe you you. know it 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 really is cool and we're always we've always been and this is not just to be promotional, but we've always been proud to send people over to you guys. Thank and you so much. I actually can't believe it's been nine years.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I still <laughs> feel like I'm 27, so yeah. <laughs> you look it
0: too, mate. But no, we're excited. Thanks thanks for your thoughts. And folks, if you live closer to JLT and don't know that DISC is over in JLT, then go and check them out. You, you have you so therapists yeah. from everywhere and then Healthcare City as well or Abu Dhabi. Yeah. And yeah. if you're up in Kuwait, they also have a branch Yeah, there.
1: and very soon you'll be visiting us at Oliveira resident. So there we go. Very, very exciting.
0: Awesome. T, thanks a lot.
1: Thank you so much.